Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nothing's getting through, so let me spend. Welcome back to the starting 502 podcast. The Louisville Cardinals lose 82-72 at the hands of Western Kentucky in Bowling Green. Nick Connor riding solo back on the pod today. Quite frankly, the Louisville's play did not did not need two people to talk about it. So one person on the mic tonight will get it done. Let's get right into it again. Cards lose 82-72 to the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Fall to 7 and four. Once again, cards outworked, out hustled, out executed, out rebounded, out defended, outplayed by an inferior opponent with inferior talent who had inferior expectations. Cards closed at one and a half point favorites, of course, without Malik Williams, and we will get to that and we will talk about that. But unacceptable, quite frankly, the majority of the roster negative in the plus minus category, obviously, with a 10 point loss. Cards shoot 42% from the field, 36% from three, actually shoot 13 of 36, hit nine of those in the first half, fell right into the 2-3 zone that Western Kentucky was playing for the majority of the game. They did switch to man, and again, we'll get there more in detail. Let's go ahead and look at Western Kentucky, 50% from the floor, 50% um, from three, just just cannot simply cannot allow that a majority of their damage was done in the first half from three point line justice 5 of 7 had 25 and had 15 halfway through the first half which is never never what you are looking for so again the cards just quite frankly did not have it they were not tough they were not together they were certainly not unbreakable tonight again outshot 50 to 42% I'm outshot from the three point line Outshot from the free throw line where there was a massive disparity. The Hilltoppers got to the free throw line 31 times, hit 25. Cards only got to the stripe 7 times and hit 5 themselves. 10 turnovers for the Cards, 14 for the Hilltoppers. Got out-rebounded by a total of 37 to 28. Got out fast-breaked, got out paint points. Really only had had more bench points than, than the Toppers because, of course, level went much deeper than Western Kentucky did. Western Kentucky only went eight men deep. 
Again, Louisville tonight or this afternoon goes 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 deep. Um, Malik Williams is in the score box here for some reason. Obviously, he did not play today again due to COVID protocols. Like it or not, it is what it is. We knew that about an hour before tip today in Bowling Green. So key takeaways. Let's get right into it. Just not good enough. Again, simply not good enough. Early, it was the defense that let the cards down. Lack of closeouts, getting beat on straight line drives, over-rotating, over-helping, which led to good quality three after three after three. And Western just simply didn't miss them. I mean, they shot 50% from three. Again, like I said earlier, they did most of their damage early in the first half. And in the first half overall, you just can't simply allow that many good looks. And and that was the most frustrating thing, and we'll get to the offense here in a minute. But defensively, the, the cards looked probably the worst they've looked all season, maybe except for that, that spurt in the Michigan State game where they got blown out in the second half um, without Jared West on the floor. But didn't matter what rotation was on the floor for at least 30 of the minutes today. Defense simply was not good enough. Didn't get it done. I mean, again, allowed 50% shooting from the floor, 50% shooting from the three-point line. Allowed the toppers to get to the line 31 times. So that's just not going to get it done. Um, again, spurts today in the second half, late in the first, where there was good defense. We saw we saw some pressure defense um, from Coach Mack. And and looks like that's what we're going to have to play. We're going to have to get up there. I, I would love to see some more three-quarter full-court presses, especially after made baskets, especially... Um, you know, just on 75, 80% of possessions would love to see them really getting after it. I know a guy like Jared West really excels in the full court defensively. And we've seen that. And we did see that again today, but even in creating tur- turnovers, a, a moment with Jalen Withers comes to mind where we get the turnover and then he throws it while on the run to another player on the run. And it turns right back into a turnover for the toppers. And th- those are just the situations that simply cannot happen. Another game where, all kinds of chess passes that should have been bounce passes were turned over. Another game where open looks were there, where open looks were not knocked down. Now, I will say Mason Faulkner in his 23 minutes did have 12 tonight. Noah Locke's shooting return tonight, he had 20. He sparkled with 20 tonight um, in 28 minutes, 4 of 13 from 3, 8 of 18 from the field. He looked much, much better. And again, we've talked at length about this on Twitter, on this podcast, everywhere. Noah Locke is a spot-up, catch-and-shoot, three-point, and, and deep-two shooter. He is not a float guy. He is not a blow-by-a-guy, blow-by-a-defender-and-get-to-the-hoop guy. He's just simply not. That's what He, he wasn't that at the University of Florida, and we don't need to pretend he's anything different. And, and quite frankly, this team and him are, are at a disadvantage when he is asked to do more than come off of a screen and knock down shots. And if Jared West and L. Ellis and Mason Faulkner are doing what they, they should be doing with the ball in their hand, then quite frankly, that should be good enough. And if we're getting enough from the one through five position, then that should be good enough. Didn't have it again tonight from the five position. Like I said, we knew Malik Williams was out about an hour before tip today. Um, Jalen Withers, 20 minutes today, one point, six rebounds, two assists, no turnovers. Uh, he definitely had a turnover. Didn't make it in the stat sheet there like I just talked about, but... A couple of possessions from Jalen Withers that reminded you of what we saw last year, what we expected. Um, I know Presley and Jacob talked about this in the last podcast, but again, had to play Jalen Withers 20 minutes today because of Malik Williams out. 
but he simply cannot be on the floor if he's taking possessions off. I mean, he reminds me so much of that of a defensive end that's a top five, top ten potential draft pick guy in the NFL who just takes plays off, right? Like if he just put it all together, if he just put forth a hundred percent effort in practice and and on the floor and the games, like he could be unbelievable. And we've we've said that and we've talked at length about that. He's still doing it. Jalen Withers is still not putting it together. Again, would not have played 20 minutes if Malik Williams was healthy, but was hoping him getting some more run at the five would make a difference today, maybe get him going. Him having to play against Sharp would get him going, but it surely did not as Sharp had 14 and was an absolute monster in 36 minutes in the paint. Affected and deflected and blocked. Leading blocker in the nation just affected what the cards wanted to do in the lane, though quite frankly the cards didn't try to do a whole lot um, other than a couple blow buys by Ellis and Faulkner. But again, the five just continues to be a spot where it's just it's just a hole in this in this team right now. Sid Curry plays three minutes, two rebounds in those minutes, zero for one from the field. JJ gets out there late, briefly. Um, Rose Wheeler played really well in spots today in twenty minutes, four or four, had a couple ma- massive dunks. Three rebounds and assist and a turnover. Again, I'm willing to take um, turnovers from Rose. I'm willing to take mistakes from Rose. I'm willing. I'm even willing to take defensive blow buys for for Rose Wheeler to be playing over Jalen Withers right now. It's really that simple. We need more Roosevelt Wheeler on the floor. We need less of Jalen Withers until something changes. And quite frankly, I don't care what's being what's being done in practice right now. And we've talked about Gabe Witznitzer is apparently lighting the world on fire in practice again. He didn't play again today. I want to see more Roosevelt Wheeler and more Sidney Curry until proven otherwise right now when it comes to the five position. Again, when it comes to the offense today, the cards got good looks. The cards ran some good stuff um, against the zone about halfway through the first half and into a little bit of the second half. But again, just a lot of standing around and continuing to see a lack of commitment to whatever the game plan is for for that day. So today... Contrary to what Noah Locke said in the postgame, Louisville should have known they were going to see the 2-3 um, from Stansbury and Western Kentucky today. They saw it immediately from the tip, from the jump, and it did a lot of standing around, right? Against a team like Louisville, Western was begging them to shoot as many threes as they did. Again, they attempted 31 threes in this game. That's exactly what Western Kentucky was looking for. They were banking on the cards shooting less than 40%, and they absolutely did, right? They were looking for the cards to take you know, uncontested threes, quite frankly, as, we, as we've documented, as we've seen on shot charts and, and, and on Twitter throughout the year and throughout the last couple of weeks, to be honest, the cards have created open looks, especially from deep. They just have not hit them. And Noah Locke hit a few today. Faulkner hit a few. West hit a few. But just not enough consistently. And against a 2-3 zone, when you're not committing to get the ball to the free throw line and then work, you know, inside out or get a guy like Sam Williamson who only played 12 minutes today in the lane, let him turn catch and turn and make a decision, whether that's another bounce pass inside to the five or to the four, whether that's back out to now a rotation that has to happen to a three point shooter, whatever it is, a two, three zone is, is not something that should be so complex. And this is not, this is not a Jim Beheim Syracuse two, three zone. This is not a two, three matchup zone. This was just a two, three zone here. Take a three point, shot where we're convinced that you can't outshoot us and honestly that's what it was early it was a, it was a three-point shooting contest and and Louisville was never going to be able to sustain that as far as pace again just not committing to playing 40 minutes of fast basketball 
There were times when Louisville gets a rebound and gets it out and gets a good look in transition. But again, multiple times where Louisville had numbers, got across half court and pulled it back and waited for the zone to set up. Or even when Western went back to man, went back to four out, one in, four high, one in, one low, whatever you want to call it, and stood around content to just pass the ball back and forth around the perimeter. Still not seeing a whole lot of high ball screens. Was very disappointed in the lack of cutting, especially against the back line of a 2-3 zone. Saw that a couple possessions, and they both ended with buckets. Again, no commitment to go with that. And before we get into some um, Twitter questions, which, good golly, we got a lot today. A very frustrated fan base, understandingly so. Let's talk about Coach Mack. It's very noticeable how much quieter he has been since the suspension. It's noticeable how much more he sits down on the bench. That was something that I was personally tweeting about um, from my personal account today during the game. And just just wondering, why are we why are we sitting so much? This is not something we see from Coach Mack a lot. And just the, just the lack of adjustments, right? I can live with a team like Duke. Like, we're going to play Duke twice this year, and Duke should out athlete us at every position one to five like that they they should they have that on their roster i can live with losing to a team who has more talent who has more talent and out executed us i can't live with losing two teams like depaul Furman and now western kentucky who's probably the best of those three but still who don't out athlete us maybe have a couple positions where they're where they're better sharp at the five right um justice the way he was shooting the ball today at the two sure they should. They don't out athlete us. So surely we can make offensive and def- defensive adjustments. That simply didn't happen tonight. You're you're asking Chris Mack to call a timeout, right? You've got five of them. You lose one of them if you don't use it in the first half, anyways. Burn a timeout in the middle of a run where a guy's just hit five threes in a row, and make an adjustment, right? I mean, heck, go to a box and one. Let's play high school basketball defense if we need to in order to slow down what Western Kentucky or whatever team we're playing is doing. And again, we've talked about Ross McMains. We've talked about the other assistants. We've talked about what the offense looked like with Pegues at the helm. Just don't know what to exp- like. What are, what are we trying to do here? Is the issue like what? Give me an identity. Give me a game plan. Draw me up a few sets. Tell me what we're trying to do because I understand that we have created open looks, and I don't want to. I don't want to push that aside. We've created open looks for guys like Matt Cross and Noah Locke, and again, both of those guys hit a couple tonight. Obviously, a lot going for 20 got, got going a lot more. But what are we doing to get the ball in the in the post? What are we doing to try to get some movement towards the basket, as we've talked about before, and this is just simple basketball. When I blow by my defender, another defender has to help out. And when that happens, rotation has happened defensively, and therefore there is at least one person open on in, in the interior, on the outside, on the perimeter. Someone is open. That's when it comes to quick action, Quick passing, quick chest pass, quick bounce pass down low, quick bounce pass to a cutter like Dre Davis, and there you go. You got a good look, right? It's it's not complex here, and I think that's the thing that's befuddling to me is I think the Rossick main system, to my understanding, was supposed to be about pace, obviously, about quick passes, and about making quick right decisions, right? Getting in transition, setting a screen, and then making the right pass, or getting the ball in the half court, getting it to the right spot, getting the right switch, and then making the right decision. That's just not happening, right? I, I would much rather be struggling offensively and clearly running set after set after set on offense. I can live with that. 
I can't live with four guys standing around, or tonight, three guys standing around the 2-3 zone, one of which is maybe a good shooter, all of which have not been shooting well the last few weeks, and not trying to get a paint touch, not trying to create somebody at the free throw line who can then you know bounce it down to the baseline, just simply not attempting to attack the zone. I mean, the idea of playing the 2-3 zone against a team like Louisville is <laughs> to let Louisville do what they did. If they're content to stand around and just chuck threes from the outside and they're not a good shooting team, which Louisville has not been this year, then that's exactly what Western wanted you to do. Are these things fixable? Absolutely, right? We take a trip down down, down the highway to Kentucky on Wednesday, to Rupp on Wednesday, right? It's coming up, right? That's right around the corner, just four days away. It's going to be a long four days until the cards roll in to Rupp, but... These things are fixable, right? Kentucky's currently putting it on North Carolina as as we record here, but these things are fixable. You know, Ty 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 Washington is going to be an absolute problem on Wednesday. Jared West is going to have to play 30, 35 minutes like he did tonight. He played 35 tonight. He's going to need to do that on Wednesday. He's going to have to be in Ty Ty's shorts. We're going to have to be elite defensively. This was a this was a number twelve. Um, Number twelve adjusted defense and adjusted defensive efficiency team coming into this game today, according to Ken Palm. It wasn't. It wasn't against Western Kentucky. It absolutely has to be a top five, top ten defense against Kentucky, or quite frankly, we may get run in Rupp, and that's obviously not a situation where we want to find ourselves in. But again, as we look forward, it, it's not pretty. And let, let's go ahead and get into some Ken Palm numbers, and then we'll go ahead and wrap up here with some Twitter questions i was waiting um, to record here for the ken palm update and oh boy it is miserable the cards go from 43rd overall to 52nd in ken palm again 43 to 52nd a nine spot drop just because of this loss again louisville was favored to win by two according to ken palm one and a half by vegas it was two and a half before that malik williams news was uh, made public Cards now projected to lose to Kentucky on Wednesday, 73-65. Ken Palm only giving the Cards a 24% chance of winning that game. As we compare to previous to this game, Ken Palm, of course, had Louisville at 19-12 and 12 projected record, 12-10 and 10 in um, conference play. They've now lowered that to 18-13 and 13 and 11-9, and, and I'll, I'll just say it right now. They are not making the tournament with that resume. 18-13. Um, is not going to get it done overall. And the way the ACC is looking, if the cards are not in the top four or five of the ACC, they're not making the tournament. 11 and 9 is not going to get it done. So so long term here, you got to be asking questions, right? I mean, the fan base, as we'll get to in a second, is very upset. Again, with the whole you know interim president at graduation last night, um, with with everything that's happened with Tyre leaving and Ben DePuty leaving and sat and all those things there's just a lot going on here obviously uh, the defense goes from the 12th rated adjusted defense to the 20th so there you go that tells you all you need to know and the offense continues to plummet to the 116th most efficient offense in the country according to Ken Palm again the cards fall from 43 to 52nd 7 and 4 overall now projected to be 18 and 13 Mac here, a point guard recruit out of high school and not relied on transfers. The answer is zero. Over under on making the tourney, says Raylan Manny. I will set it at 35%. Right now, they're not making the tournament if they continue to play this way. Um, as Ken Palm is projecting, 
I mean, you, body language projects it. What you see on the floor projects it. Um, I still think, obviously, with the resume that they have in front of them, the opportunities they have in front of them on the schedule in conference play with Kentucky on Wednesday, obviously they can get it done. I mean, this is not anywhere close to being um, too far under a sinking ship here. Um, but I would I would say 50%. I'd say it's 50-50 right now whether or not the cards make the tournament. Uh, Leland Ratcliffe says, what's the ceiling? Looks like bubble team to me. Given the looming NCAA sanctions, can we replace Mac? No. Quick answer to that question, and that's a, several people have said that. $12 million buyout. University is a hot mess. We can't, I, unless a booster steps up, same thing with Satterfield, except multiplied. Unless a booster steps up, we cannot get rid of Chris Mack. I don't even want to entertain that conversation right now. A third of the way through the season, obviously, want to see some adjustments, want to see some changes, but I will, I'm not going to go for the fire Mac takes at this point, quite frankly. Ceiling for this team, I still think, is the second weekend tournament team. I still think Sweet 16 is the ceiling um, if they get the pieces together. Again, Got to tighten the rotation. Didn't do it again tonight. Again, have to commit to two guys playing um, point guard, maybe even committing, as, as Prez said, to um, kind of platoons at the guard spot like they did back in the day, um, whether that's L. Ellis and Jared West or Jared West and Noah Locke, but it's not a combination of those uh, of Locke and Ellis together. Um, again, Faulkner looked really good in spots. I, I really do think Mason Faulkner has to be this team's point guard moving forward. But again, as, as, as we've talked about, as president Jacob talked about on the last episode right now, can't afford defensively to take Jared West off the floor. It's just an immediate, um, immediate effect. Will Reddington, former host of the starting five two podcast is Louisville, Western Kentucky, the best rivalry in college basketball. Love the sarcasm. Absolutely not. I love the fact though, that, that there was some, some Louisville Twitter saying it wasn't a rivalry. And I love that from the standpoint of Louisville had won eight in a row. But obviously, if you were if you were watching Diddle Arena, if you had that broadcast on, it's a rivalry to Western, and they brought us brought it to us today. So I think I think we might know the answer to that question. McKinley Knopp says, "When does volleyball season start back? Not soon enough." I'm not going to answer any Iona questions. Sorry, Harrison. Dennis Lynch, is there any like anti LASIK surgery where it physically prevents me from watching? Ooh. That is too close to home vinyl. Richie, what is happiness? I've heard of it, but can't comprehend it. We haven't seen it in the bill for a very long time. Again, I'm not going to be answering replacing Mac questions. Is this the least athletic Louisville team in the last 15 years? Big mustard says, yes, I don't think so, but I would have to do a deep dive on that one to think to, to really say, yes, I, I, I honestly think there were some Rick Pitino teams that were not, the most athletic, but they were unbelievably tough. They were in your face. They were in your shorts defensively, and they got it done. Um, and again, not entertaining any fire Chris Mack takes, so those questions will be avoided. So let's wrap it up and look at UK. So again, Ken Palm projecting a 60, or I'm sorry, a 73-65 win for Kentucky on Wednesday. Again, that's that uh, Wednesday night at 6 p.m. tip. The Wildcats are currently absolutely plastering North Carolina. As I record here, they're up 25. Um, so maybe they'll be they'll be high confidence again. Worst case scenario today is exactly what happened. Lose by double digits on the road to Western, a team that's in the hundreds in Ken Palm. And then on the same network, go right into the Kentucky Wildcats recently re-ranked, um, putting it on the North Carolina Tar Heels in Vegas. Not what we wanted to see, 
maybe the trip home will be a little tough for the Wildcats and um, they'll get a little bit distracted with their Christmas shopping. But let's keep let's keep our hopes as, as high as they possibly can be. Um, the only way to go from here is up seven and four. Again, the cards fall eighty two to seventy two to Western Kentucky. This is the starting five oh two podcast. We are in a state of despair, but we we do believe that there is basketball on Wednesday, and when there is basketball, there is always a chance for it to turn around in the 502. We'll catch you next time. Go Cards, BUK. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.